what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome, my friends, to the second episode of The Fantasy Formula, brought to you by... <laughs> I had a couple too many last night, Addison, for that Monday night game. I decided to stay up and um, stay up till 1.45 to view both games in their entirety, and I'm paying for it a little bit today. Yeah, this is the second show. They actually warned us back, so I think we do what we want now. <laughs> good point. Very good point. Addison, I'm proud to say I'm the proud owner of a two-in-one weekend. Yes, that's right. I had two victories and one loss for my fantasy football teams this uh, past weekend. How about you? Uh, I'm 100%. Wow, one and zero. Yeah, one and zero. Is this the first time ever? I don't know, but I, there was some other East boy that I just stomped all over. He thought Tony Homo, I mean Romo was going to do something and did nothing. I mean, came up the fourth quarter. Fumbleia. I mean, congratulations on the win, Addison. I know you're proud. Um, What I was trying to say earlier is the Fantasy Formula brought to you by MeshTV.com. We're so glad to have you guys listen to our podcast today. And Addison, I want to jump right into it. The Fantasy 45, the quickest 45 seconds per matchup of any podcast known to man. We're going to jump right in and start with the Raiders versus the Bills. One o'clock game. Raiders of Oakland traveling to the Buffalo Bills. Both teams undefeated. Both teams are 1-0. and We haven't been able to say that for a few years. <laughs> Last weekend, we saw your man, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I predicted here, yes, here on this podcast, that he would have a good game. My boy uh, Fitzy, 17 for 25, 208 yards, four touchdowns as the Buffalo Bills blasted the Kansas City Chiefs. And last night, as I just said, the Raiders held on for a win against Denver. Addison, who do you like in this contest? I'm liking uh, Oakland Raiders. I think McFadden and Jacoby Ford are going to put up some big numbers. McFadden looked like a man-child on Monday night. I like it. I'm seeing him 22, 25 fancy points. Jacoby Ford's, you know what, I don't put a pass and put another uh, punt return, kickoff turn in there. Um I'm liking him. I really am. I think he'd be possibly a good flex. It's a stretch, but you know what? He He's running like a man possessed. He had some speed around the corners, and I like that, especially against the Buffalo Day. Sounds great, Addison. And for you guys who like to place those friendly wagers with your neighbor down the street, let's take Oakland, Buffalo over the 42-and-a-half. That's over 42-and-a-half. On to the next one. We're going, to, we're going to Detroit Lions. We're going to see the Detroit Lions face off against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs reeling from that butt-whipping handed to them by the Bills. The Lions looked very, very impressive in their game last week. Um, Calvin Johnson, six balls, 88 yards, two Megatron. touchdowns. Your man Matt Stafford, who's on all three of my fantasy teams, 24 for 33, 305 yards, three touchdowns, looked incredible. Whereas the Chiefs really had a poor offensive day. Jamal Charles held to nine yards, nine recep- receiving yards, and probably just a handful of rushing yards. A tough day for the Chiefs and Matt Castle, Addison. Go Matt Castle. I'm just kidding. Matt, uh, that, the Chiefs looked horrible. I mean, absolutely horrible. I don't know it was, if that was your JV squad. I don't know if they're even going to have a team this week. Um, Detroit – Detroit's going to Detroit's going to control the ball, offense and defense. Calvin Johnson, 23, 23 to twenty seven fantasy points easily. He's going to get ten receptions. Um, Javad Best, I'm almost waiting for him to get hurt, but I still think he runs. I think he runs around the ends on these on the defensive ends around for Kansas City. I don't see Kansas City doing much. I think they're going to be in for a long beginning of the season. I concur. Over the total, 
45 in this one, ladies and gentlemen. Over the total, 45. For our next matchup, we're going to Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans host the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens coming off the impressive win, punching Pittsburgh Steelers in the mouth uh, last week. Uh, I think they seven turnovers. Body blow. Body blow. Absolutely. <laughs> it was like a Mike Tyson fight of the 80s, but they really got them good. Uh, Tennessee, a poor performance by your man, uh, Chris Johnson. Nine carries, 24 yards, was shut down by Jacksonville. Flacco looked pretty good. Three touchdowns, 224, and Ray Rice looked like the MVP this year. 107 yards uh, rushing, uh, touchdown on the ground, and another one receiving. Addison, who do you like here? Was that basically Tennessee, that's what, 24 million yards for, 24 million a yard for Chris Johnson? <laughs> basically, I mean, yes. come on. Um, I'm going to stick – you know what? I, I'm going to recant what I said last week. I mean, I, I just dogged Baltimore's defense, and I stand corrected. Baltimore is going to shut down Tennessee's offense. Um, if you got Baltimore's defense, obviously start them. Ray Rice did look like a man-child. I'm seeing an easy 20-plus uh, fantasy points. Flacco looked good. I think the man's coming about. Uh, he was a little skittish the first two years. I, I'm liking him. I'm seeing him at least three touches this week. I really see it. He's got some weapons. Anquan Bolden looks sharp. You know what? I I like him. I like him. Three touches. Uh, I would say 25 to 30 fantasy points for Flacco. I'm liking him against this D. Very well said. Also, don't forget about Kenny Britt. Five receptions, 136 yards, two touchdowns. If you've got him on your team, you've got to start him next week. This guy likes the Ravens under the total, 37 and a half. Take it to the bank. Next up, my friends, we're going to Indianapolis. Yes, it's the Peyton Manning-less Indianapolis Colts traveling or playing at home against the Cleveland Browns. Indianapolis really wasn't prepared to see how life was without Manning. I guess they know now. Shocker. <laughs> Not too good. Not too good. Last week's stars, uh, Cleveland. Really not too many offensive stars there. Peyton Hillis, 17 rushes, 57 yards, no touchdowns. McCoy had an average day, 213, two touchdowns. And really for the Colts, nobody was outstanding. Reggie Wayne did catch seven balls for 106 and a touch, but that was kind of garbage time uh, touchdown. Addison, who do you have in this matchup? I'm seeing Cleveland finally getting off dead center. Uh, Peyton Hillis, I was shocked to see him do nothing against my Bengals. I really, I cannot believe, I think he had 39 yards, if I'm not mistaken, 39, 40 yards. He did not have much at all. 57. 57, no touch. I mean, Cincinnati did a great job. And if Cincinnati shut him down, God forbid what he's going to do against Indianapolis. Indianapolis looked atrocious. Um, Kerry Collins, I think, settles in. You know, the man is 10th in all-time passing list. He does have some age, he does have some age but he's got some, excuse me, got some experience. I like him against this D. Uh, but I still think Cleveland prevails in this one. But um, – you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go stretch right now. Kerry Collins. I'm gonna go. Kerry. I think Kerry Collins can put up 15 to 20 points if you're if you're on your quarterbacks. Which if this season already are you're in bad shape. But I think everybody's good. I, I like him. I'm gonna. We'll see next week what Kerry Collins does. Good luck with that pick, buddy. Yeah, I know. This guy likes <laughs> under the total 38 and a half. On to the next one, Addison. We're going down to Minnesota land where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to Minnesota. Both teams coming off two losses. The Vikings, uh, not very impressive offensively. Donovan McNabb, I think he was held to his second worst performance as a professional. He went seven for 15, 39 yards and a touchdown. AP got close to that century mark, 16 carries and 98 yards, but really didn't do too much on offense. Buccaneers, on the other hand, Josh Freeman, 28 for 43, 259 and a touch. Um, LeGarrette Blunt, very surprising, held him, I think, less than 10 yards. Yes. Addison, what do you think? Buccaneers, Vikings, who you got? I'm liking the, I'm liking, uh, the defense for the Minnesota. Greenway, Greenway looks fantastic on that defensive line. The backs uh, had every step with their receivers this week. You know what? 
I think when Ab comes out, it's Funk. Uh, 20 plus fantasy points. Um, Peterson, I mean, 25 30. He's going to get his bill. He's going to get his dime, 100 yards rushing, plus another touch or tossy, too. I think Minnesota's are all over. Josh Freeman looked he looked okay. I just don't I don't see him overcoming. I don't see a lot of points down this week. Stick with anything, Minnesota. You got uh Sydney Wright. You got some weapons there. You do have some weapons. I agree, Addison. I bo- I like both these defenses. And so for entertainment purposes only, let's go under the total, forty and a half. On to the next one, one o'clock game, New Orleans. We're going down to New Orleans, where the Chicago Bears will try uh face the Saints, both teams coming off Great performances, but the Saints didn't get it done against the Packers. They're 0-1. The Bears, very, very uh, commanding um, performance over the Falcons. 1-0 they will go. Jay Cutler, 22 for 32, 300 yards, two touchdowns. Matt Forte, a beast, 16 carries, 68 yards on the ground, five receptions, 90 yards, and a touch in the air. Just very impressive. I was shocked to see Chicago Bears handling the Atlanta Falcons like they did. And, again, the Saints-Packers game, an offensive show. Breeze, 32 for 49, 419 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Devery Henderson, six receptions, 100 yards and a touchdowns. Addison, Jay Cutler, Drew Breeze, who you got? I'm taking Cutler. I think the Chicago's defense was clicking. I know they're going to be on artificial turf, which is New Orleans new, the, is the new greatest show on turf, so to speak. Chicago's offense looked great. Forte, Cutler looked relaxed. He was hitting passes. I mean, they were doing basically at will what they wanted to do against a D that was supposed to be one of the, I think, one of the top fives in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I like it. There are going to be some points, I, you know, on the on the on the friendly betting side. Definitely take that over. But I'm seeing mad fans points on every receiver. I'm seeing seventy some points put up total. So anybody in the roster, put them in. Gotcha. I'm going to have to disagree with you, Addison. I like the Saints at home on their turf. Chicago plays a, plays a lot better at home than they do on the road. I'm going to lay the seven with the Saints to get it done in New Orleans. Saints minus the seven. On to the next one, Addison. We're going to New York Jets. They're facing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars come off an impressive win against Tennessee, 1-0. The Jets, the the incredible Sunday night game, the come-from-behind game, the victory over the Dallas Cowboys. Um Mark Sanchez, 26 for 44, 335, two touchdowns. Plaxico, if you started him in your flex, you were rewarded for reception, 72 yards and a touchdown. Uh, on the other side for Jacksonville, not too many offensive weapons I see here. 24 carries, 97 yards and a touch for MJD. Luke not McCown, bad baby. start. Not Luke bad McCown. start. And Addison's favorite quarterback, Luke McCown, <laughs> 17 for 24, 175 and zero touchdowns. How are the Jacksonville's going to do in New York this week? Um, get smacked in the mouth. I, I agree with you. Um, I think the Jets just have too many weapons in Jacksonville. Jacksonville's kind of in a rebuilding year. MJB's going to put up his stats. I think he had 90, if I'm not mistaken, looks there. 97 yards 97 rushing. Yards. I mean, you, you can't stop. I mean, they had their, they had, they have, he's going to put up his stats, but you know what? Uh, New York's just got too many weapons. I don't think, if you got um, Plaxico Sanchez, Sean Green, LaDamian, put him in. I mean, LaDamian possibly could. He's second tier. You can may, I don't know. He got some carries late in the game. He could be a possible flex. I don't know. But stick with it. If you got Sean Green, your starter. For the could be. He's going to get his carries on third down carries. And, you know, he's always been productive. All right. This guy likes 38.5 under the total. Not too many points in this Jets-Jacksonville uh, predicted by me. 38.5 under the total. Next up, sir, we're going to Pittsburgh Steelers coming off the horrific loss to the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to host the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks, wow. In the first half, I – Think they may have had ten yards total <laughs> offense. If. You know, yeah. if I mean it was it was a horrible, a horrible display. Pittsburgh looking to redeem themselves last week. Um, 
Roethlisberger, whew, tough game. 22 for 41, 280, and Did a touch. Did you see that hit? Yeah. Well, how, which one? God. I mean, he was getting eaten alive if out there. If that boy was not 6'6", he would, not be, he would still not be there. I mean, I, he was – God, it was, it was nasty. I think uh, Baltimore forced seven turnovers against the Steelers uh, on Sunday. Uh, Mendenhall, will focus on him a little bit. 12 carries, 45 yards. Not the performance you were looking from, for from your first round back. Mike Wallace, not too bad. Eight receptions, 107 yards for the Pittsburgh uh, air attack. On the other side – Seahawks, I mean, who, who are we going to look at here? Marshawn Lynch, 13 carries, 33 yards. Uh, but, I, I mean, who was there to do anything? Addison, nothing. Steelers, Seahawks, what you think? Steelers. I mean, if you got somebody on Steelers, put them in. I don't see – there's nothing on, on the Seattle Seahawks. There's no upside to their – they're in their starting roster right now. There's nothing. I mean, Steelers D, I mean, after that debacle – they're out from they're out from Vegas, and I think they're going to take it out on the Seattle Seahawks. I actually feel sorry for them right now. I concur. Pittsburgh lays two touchdowns. That's fourteen points. Take the Steelers minus the fourteen. Next up, sir, we're going down to RFK Stadium. Is that what? No, it's FedEx Field now in it, Addison. Washington Redskins host the Arizona Cardinals. Both teams coming off uh, coming off victories last week. Last week, Kevin Cobb, Arizona Cardinal quarterback, eighteen for twenty-seven, three hundred and nine yards, two touchdowns. What a start for him! Uh, Beanie Wells, surprising, eighteen carries, ninety yards, and a Started touchdown. Started him. And a little sleeper. You guys put this down in your book here. Early do set. Three receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Look for Doucette on the opposite side of Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald getting double teamed probably most of the year this year. Doucette could be a good sleeper. As predicted, Sexy Rexy, 21-34, 305 yards and two touchdowns. You heard it here. Chad East with the prediction of Sexy Rexy to have a good name. game. And uh, Tim Hightower, 25 carries, 72 yards and a touchdown. Skins, Cardinals, what you got? I'm liking Tim Hightower in this one. I, I'm a Beanie Wells fan, but I'm liking Tim Hightower. Richmond boy, he's going to put up 18 to 25 fantasy points this week. I'm saying two touches. Uh, not a lot of rushing, but I think they'll give they'll reward him in the goal line. Uh, I'm going to stick with you. You know, Rex Grossman looked rough in the first half. He settled down. I'm saying 250, 300 uh, yards passing. I don't know, 22, 25 fantasy points in that, in that range. I see some stats from Arizona, but I think these two – Really showcase the fancy on this game. Sounds good, Addison. Let's go over the total 44. That's over the total 44. Next, we're, all, we're going down to – what is the stat? We're going down to Charlotte, and it's going to be the Green Bay Packers coming to town. Oh, God. Coming to see your – Poor Panthers. Uh, I completely agree. Let me the get this poor, growl poor for these Panthers, Panthers real quick. Wow. Oh, God, the sound effects again. Guys, was everybody impressed by – your man, Cam Newton's performance, 24 for 37, 422, and two touchdowns in a losing effort, but very impressive. Steve Smith on the other side of the ball, eight receptions, 178 yards, two touchdowns from Cam. Very, very impressed. But more impressive to me was the performance by Green Bay against New Orleans on Thursday. Aaron Rodgers, 27 for 35, 312 yards, three touchdowns. Looks like there's no uh, rushing controversy anymore in GB. Starks look like the stronger rusher over Ryan Grant to me, Addison. And Greg Jennings, 7 for 89 and a touchdown. Can the Panthers' D hold back this Green Bay attack? Look, I mean, I don't want to say I told you so, but I think the first comment was last week's show, how long Ryan Grant was going to be in there. I was, I was wrong. It was less than five. Uh, Starks is definitely going to be the man in this game. I'm seeing him just run straight up the middle, smack the Carolina Panthers defense in the mouth. The Panthers got some good DBs. Chris Gamble's good, but, you know, one man's not going to do it. Um, Aaron Rodgers goes big. James Starks, I say 90 yards, a touch, possibly two. And, of course, same with that. We got Greg Jennings, Jermichael Finley, uh, and the old man, Donald Driver, actually is coming across the middle, not scared to get hit. I don't know how many fancy points the Green Bay's going to put up. 
it's going to be a lot. Completely concur. Don't forget about Jordy Nelson, too, in the slot. Uh, it looked like Rodgers was looking for him a I, lot. I only had that many fing- five fingers on one hand. <laughs> I had a pin, though. Let's take Green Bay minus the 10. That's Green Bay minus the 10. Next up, we're going to San Francisco way, where the Cowboys will face the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers coming off the win against Seattle. Cowboys coming off that heartbreaking loss against the Jets. Um, last week for San Francisco, Alex Smith, uh, pedestrian day, 15 for 20 for 124 <laughs> yards. The big star of this game was the special teams and defense of San Fran. Ted Ginn Jr. returns a punt for a touchdown, returns a kickoff for a touchdown. Did you see the wheels on that boy? The boy can run. The boy, the boy can run. Can run. Uh, on the other side for Dallas, Tony Romo, 23 for 36, 342, two touchdowns. He looked so good early, and it seems for Tony Romo, he's always going to have a bonehead play at the end of the game to cost his team the win. He did it again in this game. Uh, Addison, 49ers, Cowboys, used to be a big robbery. Who you got? Well, the key word there is he looked good early, but there is also a late part of the game. So, True. Um, I know your uh, your your brother had a uh, Tony Romo going. Sorry, Jer, that was heartbreaking. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm seeing in this game. I'm telling you, I I got to still stick with Dallas. I think you look. Uh, Frank Gore is going to be the load that Vern Davis looked good. There's actually you know Crabtree late in the game did get into the mix a little bit. Uh, the man did have 800 yards receiving. It's a matter of time. Now look, Braylon Edwards is there. They've got some weapons. I just don't know. You know, this is. I think the mid. There's going to be a midseason trade to get a quarterback into in San Francisco. There's got to be because I mean they have the weapons there. How would I, David Garrard look in uh, one of that? San you know Francisco what? I like that. Trade. You know, I said last week his family's in Miami or down in Florida. I just. I don't know. I'm. You know what? Dallas big. Uh, you. I mean, you got um, Felix Jones. Felix Jones didn't do much though. Um, Seventeen for forty-four in a touch. I'm not liking much of the matchups here. I mean, everybody looks Dallas, Dallas, but you know what? I just don't see a lot of fancy points in this game. I, there may be some, but not nothing standing out to me. This guy likes Cowboys minus three. Take it to the bank. Next up, Cincinnati Bengals, the one and O Cincinnati Bengals. We don't get to say Ooh, that damn, very baby. often. Who day against the Denver Broncos playing in that Mile High Stadium? The Broncos coming off the the tough loss against Oakland last night, Monday Night Football uh, for Cincinnati. Going to have a quarterback controversy. Andy Dalton uh, got a little banged up toward the latter part of the game. They brought in, brought in uh, Gradkowski, I believe the quarterback's name is. Gradkowski came in 5 for 12, 92 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown was to the rookie A.J. Green. Looked impressive. His one and only catch, but it did go for a touchdown. Cedric Benson, 25 carries, 125 yards on the ground and a touchdown. On the other side for Denver, Kyle Orton, I already heard the boos and the Tebows. They came out in game one, Addison. Game one, you 24 for 40, 46, 304 to touchdown, but they're already calling for his head. You can't boo him. I mean, look, he got sacked. Sacked, not knocked down. He got sacked five times. Look, unless – I'm going to actually say, y'all might call me an idiot, which I know some people in the Rye League are going to. <laughs> look, he's – unless you, there's no way you can fix what what's wrong with Denver right now. If t- they put Tebow in, Yes. But the offensive line, unless you replace that whole off, they sacked him five times. And if the way Cincinnati played last week, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Cincinnati's gonna beat Denver at Denver. Wow. Now look, you got the Polish tank gonna be that quarterback. I think Andy Dalton's gonna be out. Gertowski, if you look at the hits he took in, in Oakland, I mean they had by the worst offensive line than uh, Denver did. He is gonna get the job done. Look, it's not pretty. It's gonna work. I'm saying twenty plus nine points for Gertowski. I think uh, AJ Green. Could have a breakout game this game. I think Denver's reeling. I don't see them fixing the problems that were that hampered them this this past game. I don't see it. Addison, 
Thank you for that comment. Let's don't put Gradkowski in there yet because I think Andy Dalton might play. We'll just have to check out uh, the injury reports and see who, see who gets that start. But, guys, I want you to look for the tight end at Cincinnati, Gresham. If Dalton does get the nod, he targeted Gresham 12 times, six receptions, 58 yards, and a touchdown. It looks like he might be Andy Dalton's man. Pick him up if you need him on your waiver wire. Also, this fella likes under the total 39.5 Cincinnati and Denver. Next up, we're going down to Miami. The Texans of Houston play the Miami Dolphins. Texans coming off the impressive win. I think they took all their frustration out on the Colts. All those years of the Colts whooping them, the Texans <laughs> took it out on them last week, Addison. Uh, Matt Schaub, 17 for 24, 220 and a touchdown. Ben Tate in a surprising role coming off the bench there to replace Aaron Foster. 24 carries, 116 and a touchdown. He looked really, really strong. And my man, Andre Johnson, seven receptions, 95 yards and a touchdown. That basically happened all in the first half. Houston called off the dogs in the second half, or Andre might have gone for 200 yards. On the other side, Chad Henney, as predicted here by myself, 30 for 49, 416 and two touchdowns. I liked Henny last week. I hope you guys picked him up and maybe put him in as a last-second starter. Brandon Marshall, seven receptions, 139 and no touchdowns. Addison's, Texans, Dolphins, what you like? Did you really say Henny? I did say Henny I'm going to need a replay next week. Play I don't know. That's, that's rough, dude. Play the replay. <laughs> Look, I tell you what. I know Aaron Foster's, they may be healthy. I don't think they're going to risk them week two after they are going to win. I think he may get some limited carries. Uh, ben Tate still could be the man. I'm kind of not liking this on, from, from fantasy from fantasy side. I tell you who I do like that. Who put up 18 and a half fantasy points in our league? Who I mentioned last week in our optimal fantasy lineup? Reggie Mr. Bush. Bush. <laughs> yes, I said it. Reggie Bush. I think he's going. I think this is. I, look, I like him in Miami. I'm saying another 18 to 20 points. He, the Texas defense is fast, but I'm liking him. Schaub, enough said. The man's got an arm for a cannon for an arm. Um, Andre Johnson, I mean, he he's as big and as bad as Calvin Johnson. I'm liking Houston this and a lot of points on the on the Texans side. All right, guys. Also, check your injury report. See if Arian Foster is going to start. If not, get Ben Tate in your lineup. Um, just be aware, Arian Foster could get the start next week. Also, I like the over forty-seven and a half. Next up, the game of the week, Addison. The San Diego Chargers, led by my Philip Rivers from NC State University, let me hear, let me travel hear. to oh, <laughs> travel to New England, where the Patriots coming off the historical game by Tom Brady, five hundred plus yards, four touchdowns. I got tired of him throwing the ball. I mean, he just kept throwing and throwing and throwing. Absolutely, ah. this will be the matchup of the week. Uh, again, as I mentioned, Philip. 335 yards, two touchdowns. Mike Tober, impressive, very impressive. 35 yards on the on the ground and a touchdown. Nine receptions, 58 yards, and two touchdowns through the air. It looks like uh, Rivers was looking for him in the uh, in the red zone. On the other side, Brady, 517 and four touchdowns. Uh, don't need to say much more about that. Wes Welker, eight receptions, 160 yards, and two touchdowns, including the 99-yard scamper in the third quarter. Very impressive. Who you got here? I'm taking New England. I think San Diego took a little long to get started. It looked like the first half of last week's game. They weren't quite in sync. I think the talent got them back in the second half. I'm liking New England's game. They've got too many weapons. Uh, Deion Branch, Wes Walker. I'm seeing 10-plus, 12 – I mean, 10-plus on both sides. I mean, there could be a whole lot more, but at a minimum, 10-plus on fantasy points. Um, <laughs> the mini-me, Danny Woodhead. I mean, look, I have the law firm, and he look, he got the touch last night. Uh, fifty what fifty nine yards, Chad? Fifty nine mm-hmm. yards, touch, decent points. Uh, you could put in a good flex. Um, Danny Woodhead, you know, 
He's getting the carries. I tell you what, man, defense last night they had a hard time tackling. He was, I think, I don't know what he averaged. I'm going to say the stat was like 4.9 a carry when he was carrying the ball. Um, whether it be stats or not, he could get one of his balls. But he's coming out a PPR league, you're getting some points. Um, I'm liking New England in this one. Addison, I'm going contrarian here, and I think the entire world likes a lot of points being scored in this game. This guy likes under the total, 52.5. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, under 52.5. On to the next one, Addison. It's the Sunday night game, and this is a game everybody's been waiting for. The Philadelphia Eagles, led by Mike Vick, go back home to Atlanta to face the Falcons. Michael Vick has returned to Atlanta after his uh, jail sentence. I wonder how they're going to respond to him in Atlanta. I think you'll see a lot of Vick jerseys there. I think the folks of Atlanta like uh, Mike Vick almost as much as the Philadelphia Eagles fans. What do you think? Look, first off, I think Matty Ice is melting. Um Matty Ryan did not look smooth at all. I think the Philly defense is going to throw him for a loop. The weapons, the speed on that secondary, is he's not going to put up much of anything. If you have another quarterback, I would really think about starting somebody else other than Matt Ryan this week. I'm liking Philly's, uh, Philly op- Philly's options. They're on turf, turf, inside dome. It doesn't matter. They're going to look sharp. I'm seeing lots of fans points coming out of Philadelphia, Atlanta. Look, Michael Turner may get his 80 yards, maybe a touch on the ground. I'm not seeing much more than that on out of this game, but I'm liking Michael Vick. I'm saying 25, 26 fantasy points. He's going to throw for about 275. Of course, on the upside, that's you know he is homecoming. I mean, he's an athlete; he could step up. But right on the on the conservative side, 25, 26 fantasy points. Um, stay away from Matt Ryan this week. I, I think he think I think he's a head case right now. Addison, as I typically do, I will disagree with you again. Matt Ryan on grass last week. Bad performance, absolutely. But on turf and at home, Matt Ryan is a different quarterback. I like for him to redeem himself this week with a huge performance. I also like over the total, 52. And last but not least, Addison, we're going to Monday Night Football. The St. Louis Rams travel to Giants Stadium to take on the New York Giants. Both teams coming off a loss last week. Uh, St. Louis led by Sam Bradford, 17 for 30, 188. Tough game for Sammy. Uh, on the other side, Eli Manning, 18 for 32, 268, no touchdowns. Hakeem Nix was a star, seven receptions, 122, and no touchdowns. Addison, Rams, Giants, who you like? I'm liking the Giants. I think Eli still got more weapons than St. Louis. Sammy Bradford, look, he looked good. Um, but with um, uh, Danny out, Amadola out, I, I'm, not, I'm not liking Sims Walker's there. If you got him in your lineups, definitely start him. Um, I think he's a receiver option. Less, and if you got him on your bench, I think he's a good option this week. Um, he's going to get the ball some. He didn't get him much this week, but I think this week. Sims Walker is a spurty player, a very spurty player. But it could be a gameless week. Um, New York's defense is not that good. I, I, I like I like Eli in this game, throwing uh, for three dimes plus about two uh, two touches. Uh, Bradshaw's going to be Bradshaw's going to be huge. Bradshaw, I think Bradshaw and. Um, uh, Jacobs will have a big game. Very well said. I like both offenses to redeem themselves. Also, guys, keep in mind, Steven Jackson did go out with a hurt quad. It looks like it might be the Cadillac show. So, you guys keep your eyes on the injury report. I like both offenses to redeem themselves. As, as I said before, let's go over 43-and-a-half Giants-Rams. We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. 
Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And now, as promised, back to your show. Now, Addison, that wraps up the Fantastic 45, the Fantasy 45, that is, and it is fantastic as well. Well, let's hit the next segment now. <laughs> We're going to the Optimal Fantasy, Fantasy Lineup line of, of the Week. week. For a quick review, Addison, last week we had uh, we picked our optimal fantasy lineup of the week. I chose Phillip Rivers, who had an impressive 325 yards and two touchdowns. For running backs, you chose Jamal Charles, who had about nine total yards, and your boy Reggie Bush, who performed okay with 18 fantasy points, but not the optimal fantasy running back that you expected. On the wide receiver end, yours truly, Andre Johnson, a huge game, 95 yards and a touchdown. Vincent Jackson, however, not very impressive. I think just maybe four or five receptions. One too impressed with Vince's uh, debut. Tight end, my favorite pick of the week, your Mercedes Lewis pick, Addison. How'd that do for you? I really don't like you. I, I swear. <laughs> I mean, I really. <laughs> no comment about over the Mercedes Lewis. Flex, Des Bryant, again, solid performance. A touchdown for Dallas Cowboys. The defense, Addison, your one shining moment here. Philadelphia Eagles, the defense. 26 you chose. points. Very Let me well. say it in Spanish if you don't Bante seis. Very well done there from the defense, Addison. And the kicker, Steven Gotzkowski, I think he had a couple field goals, a bunch of extra points. So not too bad for uh, New England's kicker. Let's move on to this week's optimal fantasy lineup of the week, Addison. For this time, we're going to let you choose the, the quarterback, and we'll go from there. Who you have for your optimal quarterback this I'm week? I'm going a little more serve this week, but I think Aaron Rodgers will be a safe bet. I see some big numbers against him against Carolina. Enough weapons, like I said. I only got five fingers on with a pen in one hand, so – He's he's going for 325, 350. I would say 35-plus fantasy points for Aaron Rodgers this week. I can see that happening as well. On the running back side, my running back one, I'm going to go with Rashard Mendenhall. The Steelers coming off a really, really poor performance. He gets to tear up the Seattle Seahawks defensive line, and I think he will tear them up. I'm looking for about 110 yards, two touchdowns for my uh, Pittsburgh Steeler, Rashard Mendenhall. My running back two. You know, this is uh, kind of easy to say, but I really like AP. AP runs so hard. He's playing at home. He uh, wants to impress the home crowd as uh, they host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I look for AP, two touchdowns, probably a buck 30. Addison, how about the wide receivers? All right, let me get some uh, liquid encouragement here. I'm saying um, Hakeem Hicks uh, from the Giants. That's Knicks. That's Hakeem Hakeem Knicks. Sorry about that. I've already had a few already. Sorry. And uh, I won't go Calvin, Calvin Johnson. Megatron, enough said. I get, uh, the matchup with him this week is, uh, I'm saying a buck, I won't say buck 50. I'm saying 23, no, I'm going to say 25 fantasy points. Easy for Calvin Johnson. Starman if you got him, which if you don't, you know, you shouldn't be playing fantasy. But uh, Hakeem and Calvin, those are my two receivers. Not bad. I'll pick the tight end for our optimal fantasy lineup of the week. I'm going to go San Francisco, and I'm going Vernon Davis. Yes, you heard it here, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis seems to love to play the Cowboys. Every time these two teams match up, Vernon Davis looks like a superstar. I project 100 yards, one touchdown, maybe two. Vernon Davis, if you got him, start him. Optimal fantasy tight end of the week. Addison, move on to the flex spot for us. Flex spot, my man out in Arizona, Beanie Wells. Uh, he looks strong. He looks strong this past week. I like him. I'm saying 18, 18 to 20 fantasy points. I like Beanie Wells. You know, throughout the year, I'm saying he's going to move probably into a tier one position throughout the year. If he can stay healthy, he can be a force. I think Kevin Cobbs will set the run for him. I'm liking Beanie Wells. Well said. Defense. We're going to go optimal defense up lineup of the week, and I'm going to put in the New York Jets D. 
gave up a lot of points to Dallas, but they settled down at the end. Daryl Rivas on one side, shut, shutting them down. They're playing the Jaguars. Jaguars offense really stagnated right now. If, is that a word, stagnated? I'm if not, not sure. I just made it up. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars offense, not too good. Luke McCown leading them. I think the Jets dominate them at home. Put the Jets into your lineup. Optimal lineup of the week. Addison, give me a kicker. I'm going to go with Mr. Leg himself, Mr. I tied the NFL record, Janikowski. Looking good. I mean, they said, you said practice. I mean, I didn't, I missed the highlight. 70 yards in practice. 70 yards. And warm ups. Is that a, was it a field goal, not kickoff? No, it was a field goal. It was very impressive. That is insane. And yes, you heard it here. Addison did say 63 yards was he tied the record longest field goal ever in a game. Very, very nice pick, Sebastian Janikowski. Probably your best pick of the day. Speaking of record, what was what's the longest NFL? What's the most passing yards in the NFL game for? Was it five fifty four? I think Warren Moon holds it at five fifty something. I thought no, I really thought I'm gonna break this out. There's a Y E Tittle. I thought he was like nineteen fifty four. It's old. It really is. Brother, I don't know that answer. You're gonna have to go check on the I'm gonna check it next the, week. The next week books on that one. Next week we'll come back and find out. I thought I wanna say I want to say it was Y E Tittle back into the fifty eight, fifty nine. 554, if I'm not mistaken. All right, buddy. That's your homework for the week. You bring back that answer next week. Next, we're going to do a new segment. This segment's called Waiver Wire Wonders and Injury Report. Real quick, Addison, I'm going to hit uh, hit our uh, listeners with the, the big injuries from last week uh, on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. Quickly, John Beeson for the Carolina Panthers out for the season. A big blow for that Carolina D. Eric Berry, Kansas City safety, pro bowler last year, out for the season going to be a, a, a huge blow for Kansas City. They're reeling right now, and losing Eric Berry is uh, probably their best athlete on the team. It's really going to cost them. As we said before, Steven Jackson out for a couple of weeks with the quad. Danny Amendola, we've heard multiple reports. The reports that we're hearing reported from my, uh, my sources are, first, they said out for the season. I then heard eight to ten weeks. Now they say day-to-day. Just check your injury reports. Get the up-to-date status on Danny Amendola. Sam Bradford left the game a little bit early last week with a uh, – an injured finger. They thought there was some nerve, nerve damage, but reported today just a bruise. Andy Dalton, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, went out. He, I think he will play. Again, check your injury reports. Andy Dalton went out with the injury. Uh, Gradkowski came in to replace him. So y'all check that lineup or uh, check the injury report before you set your lineup. And Marcus Colson, a, blue, a blow to the Saints offense, four to six weeks out with a broken collarbone. Addison, give me some of the waiver wire pickups this week. All right, I'll tell you what. I'm liking after seeing after this week. Scott Chandler, tight end for Buffalo. Big white boy. You thought Stevie Johnson was going to get a lot of throws, but, you know, they got down the red zone, and there was this big tight end nobody had heard of. Nobody draft. Nobody had heard of him. I don't think he was a sticker on our draft kit. But great waiver wire pickup. I looked in, uh, looked on two different leagues in the morning. He's there. Um, also, receiver, you got Devray Henderson. Now, some people picked him up. With Colston being out four to six weeks, you got Devray Henderson. He was still in both leagues that I've checked out today. Also, Robert Meacham. Now, Robert Meacham probably got picked up now in the later rounds. But Devery Henderson was generally a third option. Lance, I know Lance Moore's there, but Devery Henderson got some looks this past week. Uh, if he's there, he's obviously a bench option, but he could be a nice flex or somebody you need to stick in if you need one later on the season. Grab him, hold on to him. All right, running back, Cadillac Williams. Now, Chad and I were talking earlier, and I don't know, maybe y'all can send some emails. I, he looked a whole lot skinny. Cadillac Anderson looked like – 
he had been buff or put on weight. It's Cadillac Williams. First of all, Addison, and yes, he did look a little bit bigger. I think Cadillac Anderson used to play NBA basketball. Didn't but I say Cadillac Williams. I say Anderson again. It's all right, Addison. It's that fro, man. It's that, that box that he had. He did, I don't know if it was the uniform or if he's added some muscle, but he did like, look taller. He looked leaner. He looked like he was ready to go. Man, he, he looked like a fullback. I mean, he looked like a fullback. He did not look like a tail. He looked big. Because yes. I, remember, I remember seeing the kid in Tampa Bay, the little skinny legs running around. There was nothing skinny about this guy. He was huge. Uh, I'm liking Cadillac, Cadillac, Cadillac Williams. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But you know what? He with his with his history report, I don't. I, don't, I see him get hurt. And what you, what you set up earlier, what you said earlier, Jarius Norwood. I think that could be a sleeper. Watch this, y'all. Watch, put this down. Put a little note. Jarius Norwood. If Cadillac goes down, and Stephen Jackson is once he gets hurt, he's always hurt. He'll be back for game gone. Back for game gone. I'm liking Jarius Norwood later on. And Chad, is, I'm going to give you your lie. I don't believe the Chad Henney thing, but I'm going to give it to you. Chad Henney, Miami, I know he's out there. Nobody drafted Chad Henney. He's there. If you want him, look, he, he, the first score, he looked like a man. I mean, he was happy. I've never seen that much excitement out of Chad Henney after a score touchdown. I'm ne- any highlight, Chad Henney's walking to the sideline. you never seen expression. That man spiked the ball through the ground last night. Um, I'm liking him. And, of course, uh, Gresham, our tight end, which Chad mentioned, our tight end, the Gresham man, Cincinnati, looked good. Andy Dalton, 12 times to a tight end. But also, look at other tight, some of these other rookie quarterbacks you have in the league. Look at the tight ends you may have. Um, they're not going deep. They're not comfortable going deep yet. Unlike Cam Newton, you call it a fluke, sure. You know, even what, look for some of the tight ends in your league that rookies are throwing to. It could be some nice, sneaky points you get in there that nobody's going to expect. So, those are my waiver wire picks for this week. Well said. Now, Addison, it's uh, your favorite and mine, the part of our show where we get to highlight your fantasy league. Uh, last week, oh, we highlighted your team, and, uh, and it was – The co- victorious. Yeah, victorious, well, victorious team. Victorious. Okay. I just want to make sure uh, we get that on the record. Victorious. Congratulations on that win. And we did receive several emails uh, this past week uh, asking us to review their team. And the one email that stood out was uh, a buddy of mine in Raleigh. I play in a Raleigh fantasy league. Um, the owner of this fantasy football team's name is the team's name is You Into Fitness, and the owner is Seth Carter. Addison, we talked a little bit about Seth yesterday. Uh, parentally, he is a very strong competitor in our Raleigh league. But after we go through his team this year, I think this will be the year he doesn't sniff the playoffs. His team actually looks a little worse than yours, Ad. Are you ready for this? Yes. Now, well, real quick, what what did he uh, what did he call us? What what was the suggestion for the podcast name? Please, I I just I want to hear it before you we start. Thank this. you for reminding me that uh, in his email he said we should change the name of our podcast to Dead Last Podcast. Oh, Seth. So, Sethy, this is for you. Seth, 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 we have microphones and you don't. <laughs> so here we go, Seth. Seth's starting quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, wide receiver one Roddy White. Wide receiver two, Calvin Johnson. Very impressive. That's a good start to your wide receivers. Running back, this is where it gets a little dicey. We've got Ryan Matthews and Joseph Adai. Tight end, Lance Kendricks. Defense. Tight end who? Lance Kendricks. Defense, Cleveland Browns. I'm going to ask you one more time. Who's the tight end? Lance Hendricks for the St. Louis Rams. I think he was a rookie that everybody was high on. Dropped a sure touchdown last week. Yeah, Lance Kendricks for the St. Louis Rams on my man Seth Carter's team. And finally, Connor Barth, Tampa Bay kicker. 
Addison, I'm going to hit you with some bench people on his team. Would you replace any of these starters with his bench? On the bench, Sidney Rice, Seattle. Jay Cutler, quarterback in Chicago. Devon Best, wide receiver, Miami. Thomas Jones, running back, Casey. And Marion Barber, running back, Chicago. This is a terrible bench. Addison, would you put any of those players in to replace his starters right now? Well, the fact that he start, didn't start Cutler over Rosenberger. I mean, there were 14 300-yard – did Rosenberger throw for 300 yards? No. So, you could – how many people in this league? 12? 12 people? We have 14 people. 14 people. So, he just drafted bad. Okay. Well, I mean, that's I, I see that. Uh, yeah, besides Cutler, everything – you could just throw the rest of them away. Yeah, I completely agree. Um Guys, if you want to get your team brought up on the air on, during our podcast, please email us. Um, email your team, info at themesh.tv. One more time, who is this tight end again? Lance Kendricks. Lance Kendricks. I, and again, that email address, <laughs> info at themesh.tv. We want to check out your team. We want to check out your league. We want to highlight your team on the air. Um, Addison, can you add anything to that before we get off the air today? You know what? I, I, I tell you what. This, this, I can't wait for this season keeps going. I love – we've got some – this last week we were kind of anticipating what we're doing. I love this week. we got some stats in front of us. And you know what? I think – I'm not mistaken. I think in a few weeks, Chad, and you and I, meet, uh, we match up in our fantasy. Oh, can't wait. Oh, dude, I, I really can't Easy wait. Easy win. And, Easy uh, win. I'm going to make sure I have a few more cocktails before I come in and start talking uh, football again because it seems – flow a little better <laughs> very good Addison and before we get off the air I would like to give a heads up to the NFL I don't know if you guys watched um, before the game started on Sunday uh, the tribute to the 9-11 in remembrance of what happened 10 years ago the NFL did such a classy job the playing of taps on all the video screens across the nation and then the players and other uh, People in the armed forces and the policemen and firemen holding the flag on every stadium. I did like the big flag on the fields. That I mean, that was. I don't care who you are, where you were, you got a little misguided. I know everybody wants to anticipate football, but everybody took the time to reflect on what that was standing for and what what happened. Absolutely, while we were doing that. completely agree. I, I was moved. It was a great way to start the season. Uh, so hats off to the NFL. Classy job. And with that, Addison. Thank you for uh, a great show today. We look forward to hearing from our listeners via email next week. And uh, I look forward to talking to you next Tuesday, my friend. Oh, most definitely. And uh, make sure you check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to the uh, Fancy Formula. Let's keep them hits coming. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Who day, baby. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.